Hello, real-life listener, and welcome to today's Relationship Advice Stories. My wife, 32 female, has been having an affair, and I'm broken. My wife, 32 female, and I, 30 male, got married in September 2018 after being together for three years. Right before our honeymoon, we bought a house together in Virginia, and after we got back, pooled our remaining money and time to completely redo her old starter home in MD and sold it in early 2019. We both work full-time jobs in Virginia. I make pretty good money, she makes even better money. My wife, let's call her Kitty, decided to pursue an MBA and started last fall. She had an educational trust that her parents started for her, and therefore didn't ask me for any financial assistance. However, because I saw how time-consuming the MBA was on top of her already large professional workload, I took it upon myself to take care of everything related to our still relatively new home, including dealing with contractors, managing all our bills, maintaining the house, taking care of our dog, purchasing-slash-assembling furniture, yard work, cooking, cleaning, laundry, and hosting-slash-entertaining her family that insisted on coming over at least two weekends every month. Lately, Katie had been unhappy with our relationship, complaining that I wasn't spending enough quality time with her and not making her feel wanted. I tried to argue several times that between her work and studies, and my work and home responsibilities, that there simply wasn't very much time to spend together in general, we would frequently not even get to eat dinner until 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night, and I would either need to bring her a meal to her home office, or we would quickly eat together, and she would return to schoolwork to study or percolate in group projects slash session. She would argue back that the things I was doing around the house were simply my responsibility as a husband, and that while she appreciated it, it didn't count towards me trying to maintain or build our relationship. We'd also been arguing a lot about other things, and combined with the lack of free time, would be intimate maybe once a month. But after one particularly emotional, and drunken, conversation, about three or four weeks ago now, I vowed that despite what I already thought was prioritizing her needs, that I would go even further. I began to take off work, I, unlike her, still had to go in during COVID, or go in late slash leave early, stopped seeing friends, skipped workouts, and would even wait until she was occupied with something else to even take a shower, also I could spend as much available time as possible with her between her obligations. As a result, things seemed to be slightly improving between us. And now we arrive at last Wednesday. As per usual, I was making dinner for us. We have a tablet in the kitchen that I primarily use for recipes. As I was finishing up, the tablet began pinging non-stop, and I checked out what was happening. As it turns out, the tablet is linked to her Google credentials, and I first saw an ongoing Hangouts conversation between Katie and a friend, discussing what to do about someone's wife who had come to her house that day while I was at work. Scrolling through the conversation history, I found more about Katie's lack of feelings for me, and the longing and dreaming to instead be with some guy, who will call Luke. Physically shaking at this point, I decided to venture away from Hangouts and open her Gmail, where I found several emails, going as far back as March, between her and Luke, calling each other babe, sweetheart, and my love. Unsure about what to do next, I first took screenshots of everything I could find, then stepped outside to call the only person with law experience that I knew, an executive at my company who I'd become friends with. He advised that I immediately confront her, but first call someone to come over to the house to act as a witness, in case things became physical, or if she might later try to claim they did. So I had a friend over in about 20 minutes, I confronted Katie, and she confessed to the relationship and admitted that they had been intimate several times over the past four months, both at hotels and in our home. 
now completely distraught, I tried to maintain my composure, and asked her to leave. She stayed at a hotel for two nights, then despite my protest, came home on Friday, stating this was her house too. She insisted on talking when she returned, and not having a witness this time, I decided to record the entire conversation on my phone. She tried to reiterate that she had been unhappy, but despite that, had been reaching out to her friends and mother about suggestions and resources she could use to help our relationship, even though I had suggested counseling in the past, but she refused. She tried to tell me that she made a mistake, that she had already broken it off with Luke a week ago, that I was the only person she wanted to spend her life with, and the only reason she hadn't told me about it was because her friends had advised her not to. She also said that if we truly love each other, that divorce was a mistake, and that we should be able to get through anything. I replied that love is worthless without trust, and then said that if she insists on staying here, to please stay in the guest room. Obviously free usage of her home office and the guest bathroom, but to please stay out of our bedroom slash bathroom unless telling me first. So now I'm here. Sitting in my house alone with just my dog. Her and her aunt slash uncle slash cousins are currently at our neighbor's house for a barbecue, they don't know about what she did. I can't bear to go over there because I don't want to talk to or even look at Katie, much less pretend in front of a bunch of people that nothing happened. 90% of me wants to get a divorce, but despite her feelings, I was very happy with the life we were building. We had even been talking about being pregnant by this time next year. But no matter what I decide to do, I know I don't want to make that decision without getting more information about what I can do, what might end up happening if we proceed, and I definitely want to talk to a few VA lawyers to protect myself. We only have one joint account with less than $20,000 in it, and the only asset we share is our house. So that's it. I'm sorry for writing so much. If you've made it this far, thank you for reading. And I would really appreciate any and all insight, suggestions, or advice. I just feel completely destroyed, empty, and alone. Please help me. Now that you've heard the post, here are the replies from the readers, as well as the replies to the replies. Divorce, no kids. 10k average with lawyers if either of you fight. 500 bucks disillusion. Both with half assets. During my divorce to an actual Katie, who was banging a dude at her work my therapist said someday she'll just be someone you used to know. Six years later I can't even picture anything about her. No kids makes it so much easier. Honestly, that does make me feel a bit better. Thank you. I was married for 9 months in the military. When I decided to not re-enlist, she grew instantly distant. Within a month she was banging one of the next door neighbor's friend, and I pulled phone records to prove it after being suspicious. Didn't have kids with her, but she briefly was able to turn my little brother and his wife against me, they knew each other that's how we met, by saying I was being violent to her and her kids. Once I showed him proof she was cheating for months is when he realized he'd been duped. I caught her cheating the next day cause I told her I was gonna be in the field, and walked in on them cuddling on my couch. She called the cops on me and got a protection order against me, and two of my buddies I stayed with recorded a phone call when she called me saying I better not file for divorce cause she needs to save money to move out, otherwise she'd tell the cops I was touching her daughter. We had the recording and showed my chain of command, and I've never seen a first sergeant and captain have my back harder than I've ever seen. My captain was a female and holy shit was she awesome. Her and my first sergeant would check on me regularly went with me to get my stuff from my house, and made sure if she tried doing anything shady they protected me. So luckily my life could have been ruined by a woman who just wanted benefits, and the last time I checked my ex-wife had 6 kids with 5 different guys. 
Seek a therapist and a divorce lawyer so that you can prepare yourself for the future. Maybe you all survive, most relationships don't, but you need to be prepared either way. She needs her one counseling and then MC to even have a chance. Your journey from here is long and hard. You will have good and bad days. She is going to have to seriously understand how traumatic this was for you and the serious number she did on your mental health. Thanks. My concern is that since she was blaming me to begin with, that she would make all the counseling about that, and not about what she did as a result. But I'll look into it. I appreciate the advice. If she blames you for this in the therapy sessions, then I think you have your answer right there. Marriage and love isn't about being right, it's about navigating through life as one. Also, blaming someone else for cheating on them is twisted. She is gaslighting you into believing that you were the problem. Always remember her actions are on her and not on you. She consciously made a decision to be unfaithful to you. I advise no matter what happens don't take her back. Get a divorce, you may not see it as the right thing now but in long run it would be the best thing for you. You were nothing but a great and supporting husband and she took your efforts for granted. Don't let her ruin your life any further. You're probably right. A few people, including one lawyer, told me the relationship is so young and there was clearly something wrong, so why not try and fix it first? But I don't know, I don't think I can stomach it. I'm sorry you're going through this. I would actually say the opposite. Because your relationship was so young and there were already issues, seemingly issues that could have been worked through, but her response was to cheat with a married man with kids, means personally I would throw in the towel. If she's already bored this early on and this is her response then it doesn't bode well for the future or when things actually get tough. You need a partner that you can trust to be all in when shit gets tough or damn even when things are routine and boring. Marriage isn't always sunshine and rainbows and fireworks. Don't I know it? And you're probably right. If I already feel I was going above and beyond and that wasn't enough, how much further would I need to go to maintain the relationship for years to come, and what would that do to my sanity? Dude you're gonna be okay even if it doesn't feel that way right now. It sounds like you had a very thoughtful response to her initial grievance. I'm just going from personal experience but your future may have turned into a moving goalpost, i.e. you make changes but there's always a new issue that you need to fix. If you don't do enough, or change enough, or give enough, is she gonna step out on you again? In any case I think you dodged a bullet in that you don't have children so a separation or divorce should be more straightforward. Find a real partner because she's not it. Oh, and since you have some alone time, why not check the truth that she really broke it up? Cheaters have a tendency to lie very easily. Apparently the other guy's wife, who shares four kids with him, hired a pie and caught him. And that's why she came to our house to either confront my wife or tell me. So whether or not she actually broke it off because she felt bad, I'm pretty sure it's over. Still doesn't mean that they aren't still in contact. That's what cheaters do. They lie and trickle truth while still carrying on the safari. That's true. Although I don't really have access to much more of her stuff, and I honestly don't know how much more I can take finding out. But I suppose if she is still with him, that would only strengthen my legal case. Yes but your mental health continues to suffer. You're not going to get over her very easily. You will have good and bad days. She needs to be very transparent to help here or letting you have access to her phone or email. 
If not, then it's really hard to trust her actions. What the hell? She is having an affair, I doubt she's broken it off but anyway, and you're not sure if you wanna keep going? Talking about kids and that you're happy and therefore don't wanna leave? Come on man, you better start realizing your worth. You need to cut that cancer out of your life and move on. Or do seriously think that if you stay with her, everything will be forgotten in a year or two? Of course not. You won't be able to trust her and become paranoid, she will feel that you're hovering and everything will explode in something even nastier. Also, keeping her in your life teaches her only one thing. That it's perfectly fine to have more than one boyfriend cause there are no consequences even when she gets caught. Lawyer up, and leave. You can stay at my place until you get back on your feet. Ha, I appreciate that. You hit the nail on the head. I don't want to be paranoid every time I leave the house or she looks at her phone. Whether it be for just a few months or years. Yeah there's no repairing that kind of treason. I mean, if you both were like 80 and it happened 50 years ago perhaps it's different, but you should still be in some sort of happy phase right? So get all the affairs in order and go be single. There are faithful people out there as well, pick one of those instead. Perhaps someone who isn't guilting you into becoming a 50 housewife as well. You were supposed to be building a life together, you took on extra responsibilities to allow her more time to focus on her degree. You made sacrifices in order to help her become a better person and what did she do? Spend that extra time on having a fling with someone else. Think back to all those arguments where she tried to make it seem like you couldn't do anything right, she was trying to alleviate her own guilt. That's the person you married and that is the kind of person that you should divorce. Honestly I can't stop thinking about that. Yes, that you don't have children with this woman is a blessing. Just focus on planning a way out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Life. Be sure to subscribe and check out all the other available podcasts on Real Life Stories. Till next time, goodbye.